You're listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, equipping you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. Running an agency is unlike any business model out there. There's hours of client work, tons of moving parts to every project, design files, revisions, more design files, more revisions, and that's all just for one client. And on top of that, we're doing all the normal business stuff like marketing, contracts, invoices, outreach, all of that stuff. So no matter what kind of done for you service you're offering, it's arguably the hardest to scale. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't do a done for you service, or I'm a coach or whatever that is, this episode will be super valuable. So much so that it's split into two episodes to helping you streamline your client process, which is why I'm sharing this in a two part series an inside look at my client process. And this is part one for me. The first step to scaling current and growing my team was getting clear on my client process, everything from onboarding to launch date. I have everything down to a science so I can create boundaries with clients, Everyone in the projects knows what's expected of them, and I can easily pass off tasks to different team members because outsourcing is the key to scaling. In this episode, I'm sharing exactly what my client process looks like and the different tools and resources I use to help with project management. Let's get to it. Okay, guys, I am so excited to share with you today's episode an inside look at my client process part one. So this is going to be a two part series. In today's episode, we are going over onboarding, brand direction and logo design. And then in next week's episode, we are going to go to like the add ons, website design and offboarding. And again, like I mentioned in the intro, this is going to be super valuable for anyone, whether you're owning an agency, a done for you service, or you're a coach or in any other type of business. I'm just using my client process specifically because it's the one that I have, but it will be super valuable just so you can kind of see how I break things down and how I'm able to outsource to different team members on my team or figure out when it's time to outsource. So a few episodes ago, episode 41, I did give my top tips to creating a stellar client experience. So if you want to go back and listen to that episode, or if you haven't listened to that yet, this also goes in line with that. Just in that episode, I'm sharing more of like how to create the client experience. So in today's episode, I'm sharing my client experience as a designer owning a design agency. But in that episode, I talk about client relationship management and all of that stuff. So before we get into the episode, I am very excited to announce that I have opened an enrollment to Design to Scale, which is a six month intimate and transformative mastermind for designers. So this is a mastermind made specifically for designers and I am sharing everything that I've learned to creating a multi six figure design business. And it's not a course. It's not a 30 person mastermind. There's going to be maximum seven of you guys, and we are going to learn, create and brainstorm and develop a 
six figure design business. So if you are interested, please send me a DM, send me an email, Olivia at currentdesignstudio.com spots will fill up. Early bird is until December 15th. And basically if you sign up before December 15th, you will get two extra coaching calls with me. And then you'll also get onboarded to like all of the stuff that we have set up for you. So it's basically like two free months of coaching. So it's more like eight months of coaching rather than six months. So if you are interested, don't hesitate to book your spot. We already have one spot booked and I launched it literally yesterday or one day ago as far as this podcast is concerned. So don't wait. It's going to be awesome. The reason why I decided to do this was because you guys know that I am a huge advocate for business coaching, but it's very difficult to find a business coach that is in the design space. And so I saw a really big gap in the market for coaching. And the reason for this is because it is very hard to scale a design business because you are so busy doing design work. So in the mastermind, we are going to be going over how to be the CEO of your agency and not get caught up all day, every day, 13 hours a day doing design work, even though that's what we love. Okay. So yeah, if you have any questions about that, please feel free to ask and we can book a free discovery call and just, yeah, see if we're a good fit. Okay. So let's get into this episode. So basically my client process, I break it into six phases and these six phases are onboarding, brand direction, brand design, collateral slash add-ons, website design, launch. So the reason I break these into six phases is because there are things in each phase that I need from the client. So let's start with phase one, which is onboarding. And onboarding looks different for everyone, but for us, basically what I do is we send over the logistics. So we send them over contract and invoice. And onboarding happens after the client has accepted the proposal. So we did our discovery call, sent them over a proposal, and they're like, hell yeah, I'm so ready to get started. So I will send them everything. So I'll send them over the contract and the invoice, and then I will set everything up in ClickUp. And ClickUp is a client relationship management system. And if you listen to episode 41, I am talking all about CRMs in that one. And the one that we use is ClickUp. And basically in ClickUp, I have each of the phases clumped out and written out and assigned to each person on my team. So each phase has separate tasks under each one and is assigned to specific people, either myself, the client, or someone that's on my team. So I give them access to ClickUp and in ClickUp, they can see what is their first steps. So they'll see that I need login information, that I need website content, brand photos, I need them to fill out their discovery questionnaire and their Pinterest board. So the first things first, I send them over all of that. They also get access to a video library that walks them through everything that I need from them, how to get acquainted with ClickUp and all of that stuff. So 
The onboarding, this is super helpful because I'm setting the boundaries up front. So I'm setting the boundaries with the client where it's like, okay, this is all of the content that I need from you that you need to provide with me in order for me to start your project. So I do this all up front rather than when we get to the website content, I'm like, oh, I need your website information. And, you know, we have to wait a whole nother week on the project because we don't have the website content or I need to log into your Canva account but I have to send an email back and forth and then someone on my team doesn't have the Canva and blah, blah, blah. So we set up everything in this so that the client knows what exactly we need from them. The most important thing in this is their brand discovery questionnaire and their Pinterest board. And this is because we need this to go on to the brand direction. So I make it very clear that brand discovery questionnaire is number one priority. It's the highest priority. If you only have one thing that you have to do this week, fill out the brand discovery questionnaire. And then I have them do, you know, the contract, the login information, and then all of their website content. Now, all of the questionnaires and website content and brand photos and all of that is in Google folders. So the client knows that they can look and click up for the list and to see what tasks are presented to them. But then in order to access everything, they have a Google folder. And this is just helpful because everyone knows how to use Google. And then everyone on my team has access to the Google folder as well. And everything is just in one place. So when I need to figure out what someone's Canva account is, or if I want to figure out, you know, what's going to be on their about page, or if I want to find a specific photo or testimonial, all I have to do is go to the Google folder and it's easy for everyone. And it's just all in one place. So in ClickUp as well, you're able to add deadlines and assign people to review things and whatnot. So it's very set up so everyone knows exactly what is expected of them and where we are. So I use the same exact board for everyone. So basically in ClickUp, I created a template and then every time we go to work with a new client, we just copy the template and then, you know, rename it, set new deadlines, customize it to the client. Like if the client is not doing collateral or whatever, we are able to customize that. But Otherwise, pretty much everyone is the same. So it's super easy to look. And then again, everyone can see. And another reason why this is helpful as well is recently, a lot of clients that we're working with, they have assistants or they have marketing managers, or they've been working with a copywriter and they're able to easily add the information that they've been given or share the link with their VA or whoever that is. So it's really to help all of the moving parts and all of the people involved in the project to stay on the same page. And we're not consistently looking back in emails, you know, from two, three, five weeks from then on, on, you know, what was their GoDaddy login? So an action item for you for this phase in your project for onboarding is what do you need from the client? So make a list of everything that you need from the client. Is it login information? Is it Pinterest board? Is it website content, brand photos, whatever it is, this is your chance to onboard the client and get everything that they need from you. You know, share with them your call schedule, when they can book calls with you, how they can book calls with you, if you have any upcoming vacation dates, all of that stuff. So this is your opportunity to set the boundary. And if you're wondering, you know, what my discovery questionnaire looks like, what my login information, all this content looks like, this is everything I'll be sharing in design to scale. I will literally be giving you these templates. So onboarding action step is to write down everything that you need from the client and create templates out of that. 
Are you ready to finally have a website you're proud of? A website that showcases your services, attracts your ideal clients, and allows you to finally charge what you're worth? Our Show It website templates are plug and play, completely customizable, and designed strategically for coaches and wellness businesses to make an impact online. And when I say completely customizable, I mean it. Fonts, colors, logo, photos, literally everything can be changed to fit your brand and vision. With a video library full of step-by-step videos, you can have your website up and running before you know it and can ditch the one you currently have. Head to CurrentDesignStudio.com to shop your brand new website and use code DESIGN15 for almost $90 off. Okay, number two in our phase is brand direction. And this is where we do the brand strategy, which is market research, mood board, and color palette. And I used to present mood board, color palette, and logo design all in one concept. And the reason I stopped doing this was because I was realizing that we were making tweaks to the mood board and the color palette. And then once we figured that out, then we moved on to the logo design and all of them always coincide. And the mood board and color palette really allow us to set the foundation without doing too much design work to make sure that we're all on the same page aesthetic wise, because I've definitely presented a mood board where I'm thinking that it's kind of going to be sexy and sophisticated. And someone's like, well, I want it to be more, a little bit more playful and exciting. So the mood board and the color palette really, really help to create the aesthetic foundation for the brand concept going forward. So what is included in the brand strategy? We do market research on competitors. We do a deep dive on the client. So we look at their Instagram, we look at their website, we look to their LinkedIn, their Facebook, and we read through their discovery questionnaire. Now, a lot of people's discovery questionnaires are like five to 10 pages. They can even be longer. They're super in-depth. So we take a lot of information from this and we do our own research and really compile the information that we get into visuals. So the color palette and mood board we do separately to make sure that we're getting off to the right foot for the client. So this phase two action step for you can look something like what's the first thing that you present to a client to make them excited, to show them a little bit of snippet and, but then also to understand and make sure that you guys are all on the same foot. So if you're a photographer, it could also be like a mood board and just put together something for the client to show the kind of vibe that you're going for, or just presenting a little something to show and basically confirm that what it is that you guys are both on the same page. Cause I've definitely presented a logo concept and they're like, that's not what I was thinking at all. This was way back when I first started. So, you know, I used to, like I said, combine the mood board and color palette with the logo design, but now I've sectioned them off and it's proven to be very, very helpful. Okay. And then we go into phase number three. So basically the client approves the mood board and color palette and the brand strategy. And then we go on to the brand design. Oh, also by the way, so everything that we are sending now to the client goes through ClickUp. So it used to be that everything would go to me. So whether or not someone on my team was working on the project, they would send it to me. I would approve it, tweak it, and then send it to the client via email. 
And what was happening was we had so many clients and everything was being bottlenecked at me that sometimes our turnaround time or not so much our turnaround time, but our communication time was a little bit too long for my liking. And also clients, they were confused. They were like, am I supposed to hear from you today? Blah, blah, blah. So what we're doing now is everyone responds through ClickUp. So in ClickUp, it's honestly amazing. Like if you have the chance to go through, they have really great webinars and just like information for you. Like I self-taught myself on ClickUp and it's, it's really, really awesome. But anyway, so we send through ClickUp. So I'll send the brand strategy or my junior designer, Raquel, she will send the brand strategy through ClickUp. And then the client is able to go through and comment on the PDF and everyone that's involved in the project. So myself, Raquel, the client, the client's assistant, whoever can all see the comments in ClickUp. So we can see, you know, what they're talking about. If I pick up a task on a project and then someone else comes to pick it up, we can kind of see what the person did before and other comments. So everything is through ClickUp so that I'm not bottlenecking at the progress of the project, which is really amazing. And we just started doing this about a month ago and it's definitely still, we're working out the kinks, but it's been really amazing. And to be honest, this was the hardest part for me to scale current was how to not bottleneck and how to, you know, scale without working a million hours a week. And it has been outsourcing and creating this client process. So if you have any questions about ClickUp, feel free to send me a DM. But again, this is something I'll be teaching you in design to scale. Phase number three, brand design. So we switched to the one concept method brand design probably a year ago. I took a course and I used to present the three concepts. So I would present the three concepts and then show like a few mock-ups with each one. And then the client would pick the one logo concept that they liked. And then we would further explore that one. Now we do the one concept method and we create a primary logo, secondary logo, submarks elements, patterns. We create all of that stuff to put together one big brand concept. And the reason we do this is because we can put all of our efforts into one concept and we can show and have the client visualize everything that we are doing. And the reason why we're able to do that also is because we know the aesthetic and the vibe that the client's going for already because they approved the mood board and the color palette. So basically what we do here is we, yes, like I said, we create literally everything. And honestly, probably nine times out of 10, it's approved within the first send off. And then the next parts that we usually tweak are like the submarks or the tagline. Like sometimes people want to update like the tagline or the submark, or they want to add something or take something away, but it's never redoing the complete concept. So the one concept method has been really, really amazing. And I highly recommend it. I, yeah, I changed to it like a year ago and we've absolutely loved it. We create like different mock-ups too. So sometimes we'll do a website mock-up, we'll do business card mock-up because sometimes, you know, when clients look at a logo on a white piece of paper, they're like, what even is this? Like, where am I going to use it? So it's really great for them to see their logo in action and the brand elements and the color palette. It's a lot easier for them to visualize what the overall brand will look like because us as creatives, we're like, obviously it's going to look like this, but to them, they don't notice that. So we do all of that in one. And 
this is kind of like phase 3.2 or 3.1. Then after it's approved, usually goes through like one or two rounds of edits. And then we package the logo files. So we'll package all of the logo files. We will finalize the brand guidelines and then we'll create sneak peek graphics. So we'll just make some like fun little like branded graphics for like Instagram and Facebook so that they can post and just share their new beautiful brand. And that's phase one, two, and three. And we really wrap it up right there. And the reason why we wrap it up there is because the next phase, which is collateral, not everyone does. So our packages are brand design and then brand and web design. And everyone has an opportunity to add on collateral. So some people add on everything like business cards, social media bundle, lead magnets, all of that stuff. Some people don't do any of that. Some people only do like lead magnet or Instagram highlights or, or social bundle, whatever that is. So we wrap up brand design so that going forward, it's clear what the design elements are. So we have typography, we have colors, we have photos, and we have logos. So whether or not we are moving on to collateral or website design or whatever that is with the client, they can start using their brand. So it's a great way to package up the files, give it to them, and then they're able to go on and start sharing and getting people excited and saying like, here's my logo next to come is my website. And then also, you know, when we're creating the business cards, they're not like, oh, can you update the logo or can you fix that? No. So really just packaging all of that up and wrapping the brand part of the project up helps to move the project forward and then really just finalize everything for the brand. So let me just go through these again, phase one, two, and three. So phase one is the onboarding, setting the boundaries and making it clear to the client what's expected of them, what to expect from you, and to really set the tone of the organization of the project. You know, this onboarding is really, really important to get it clear with the client. Number two is the brand direction. And number three is the brand design. So what I encourage you to do is think of, you know, write down everything that you do for the client and then break it up into your top three phases. Number one, for sure, is going to be onboarding. And then you can kind of figure out phase two and three. If you do brand design and then collateral, then that can be your one, two, three or whatever that is. But I would really break it down in that way. Okay. So this is overload of information. So next part, part two, we're going to be going over collateral website design, and then offboarding and launch. Come with your questions. Let me know if you have any questions. Feel free to DM me on Instagram. And again, if you are wanting to learn from me in a group setting with also one-on-one -on -one calls designed to scale, please send me an Instagram or feel free to shoot me an email, olivia at currentdesignstudio.com. I'll see you in the next episode.